0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky, and I'm your host. Today is Friday, September the 11th, 2015, and our segments today include actually working, actually stashed, actually attending, and some contests. So, short episode probably today, but I I had a lot of stuff that I was thinking about this week, and I wanted to... um, chat with you guys about. So here I am (laughs) actually working. Um, I had a few projects on the needles this week. I tried really hard to be pretty monogamous and I'll talk a little bit more about that in events. But um, I took a trip over Labor Day weekend. I went to Connecticut just for a quick trip. I flew in late, late Friday night and home um, super early Tuesday morning. So I think I talked last time about packing for my travels, and so what I decided to bring was way more knitting than I could possibly have gotten to, and I spent a lot of time knitting. Like I knit both directions on the flight. And we took a couple long car trips, and um, and still I was way overpacked. But I brought with me. Um, my three color cashmere cowl, that's a pattern by Hoagie Locatelli, and this is a pattern that I am knitting out of some yarn that I dyed myself. So, it is a three color cowl, that's the name, and I dyed up a light silver gray, and then a dark silver gray, so it's a nice charcoal, and then a color called Berry Crush, and I had a, um... I have a high twist, uh, MCN fingering weight yarn that I had dyed up. So I measured these out into skeins of the, about the weight that I thought I was going to need. I had some trouble with my scale, so they're not evenly sized. But, um, I had gotten through, I think before this, like the ribbing at the bottom and the first two little stripes. And so I thought, well, this was a perfect small project for actually knitting on the plane and so I brought it with me, and I actually got quite a lot done. I knit it both directions on the plane, and also, like I said, we drove to Newport, Rhode Island one day, which was really fun, and I knit quite a bit on the ride, um, mostly the ride back on that trip. So um, the pattern has sort of five different sections that you knit, and so there's five little bands, and... Uh, most of them are the alternating of the first two colors. So in in my case, that's the light gray and the dark gray, and I really like it. And then you have the third band, which is just a pop of color. And so I got all the way through those three bands. Um, I'm ready to start the fourth band, which will be back to my color A, which for me is the light gray. And then it's supposed to, for band five, alternate between the light gray, and the dark gray again, and I think what I'm going to do, because I really love this pink, um, is I'm going to do the, the band of light gray, and then I'm going to alternate um, the dark gray with the pink, just for a little more interest, and there's just a smidgen. It'll be just a smidgen of the pink um, in that last band, and I think it'll look really cute. So this made a ton of progress. I'm really very happy with the finished object. I think it's going to be really cute. It's an interesting cowl because it's it's narrow and tall as opposed to maybe being long that you would double around your neck or something. This is going to be very slouchy um, around my neck when I wear it. But I think it's going to be the perfect little piece for fall, and I'm pretty excited about it. So my hope is that I will finish this up um, pretty soon here. But I, now that I'm home, I am very much committed to my briquette hoodie. So this is a hoodie by Alicia Plummer that I have been working on since about July, Um, and I really like it. This is a um, Madeline Tosh DK twist in the color Bluestone, which is a a teal, but it's definitely more to the green end of the teal family, and it's a very cute pattern. It's a hoodie, and um, the way that you work the body, it's a top-down raglan, and then there's a section um with reverse stockinette and so it just gives it some interest as it works its way down the body and it's really cute and it's going to be a great comfy pullover uh, and right before my trip I had finished one sleeve and most of the other I had just about maybe 2 inches of stockinette left to do on the sleeve and then the cuff and I just decided that I didn't I didn't want to be in a position where I was trying to Finish, finish something on the flight, plus now it's pretty much an entire sweater, and that would have been a lot to carry along. So I left at home, and when I got home on Tuesday, I'm not sure I got any knitting done Tuesday night when I was home, but Wednesday, I finished up the um, the second sleeve, and then I started in on the hood. So the hood is a lot of knitting. I think I always tend to forget how much knitting hoods are, and I, I love a hoodie. Um, but I think I'm supposed to knit 14 inches of stockinette hood. So that's where I'm at right now. I think I probably have, I haven't measured it today, I'm going to guess that's 7 inches of the hood done. So my goal is to finish it this weekend, and then the last little step before I weave in the ends and block it is you pick up a knit around the edge of the hood. The interesting thing, there have been a couple things with this pattern where I have kind of looked at them and thought, huh, not, I'm not sure how that's going to look, but... Um, as written, it has you pick up and knit around the hood in stockinette. And I don't think I'm going to like that. I think that it would be, um, I think it would roll. So I'm probably going to do a rib around the outside. And I'm just trying to decide between a, um, three by one rib or a two by two rib. So I think I'll probably try the three by one because I think that's the closest to stockinette that I would get, um. And see what I think. And if not, I may pull that out and do a two by two. So fingers crossed that I will finish this over the weekend. I'm knitting on it right now. And it's going I mean it's going pretty quickly. Um, and so I'm hopeful that I will finish it up. And when I do, then the next thing that I have kind of committed to myself that I will work on is my uh true cardigan, which is a Hohe Locatelli pattern, and it's kind of a coat big cardigan, and I am knitting that out of uh, Madeline Tosh Long Rider DK in the colorway Raspberry Cordial. That's another one that I got from the Magnolia Society Yarn Club, and I did knit just a little bit on that last night, maybe, I don't know, two or three inches of ripping before I went to bed, um, but I have to go to New York in the late fall, and... So I feel like that sweater will be dressy enough for my work occasion and also warm enough for getting back and forth to the office there in the city. So that's my goal is to finish that um, by the time I have to go on this work trip. So fingers crossed. But it has meant being very monogamous, and I'll talk a little bit more about how I was sorely tempted to do some casting on this week, but I held strong, and these were really my main projects this week um, at all. The other thing that did get some work and I'm pretty excited about is the socks that I'm knitting for my husband. So those are the projects that live in my car. I did make a project bag for them. Sorry, I'm sipping some wine as I talk to you guys. Um, I did make a project bag for them so they'll take a little bit less abuse um, when they are in the car. And they're coming along pretty well. I maybe have three inches of the leg done. I've been using my Kate Adlerly book to estimate how long the calf should be and uh, making sure that I'll have enough yarn. So I'm finding that to be really useful resource, and so far the only thing I've done with it is just measure out this particular pair of vanilla socks. So I think it'll be pretty good. And the, those I'm knitting out of an MJ Yarns sock yarn, um, the colorway is called... Cerulean Twilight, and it's really pretty. Now that it's ending up, I'm really happy with it. I was a little worried about some pooling, and I don't think that it really is pooling at all, and the colors are great. My husband picked this yarn out when we were at the Estes Wool Market, and it's pretty bright. Usually, he gets, like, gray socks or navy blue socks. I actually am pretty excited to give him these brightly colored socks for Christmas. So, I do tend to get kind of a brain block when it comes to socks for him, where I don't know they can't be that much bigger than socks for me but I feel like they take forever and then I just feel like oh those socks again so they live in the car they're the only knitting I'm allowing myself to bring in the car these days and uh, hopefully I'll have them done in plenty of time for Christmas so that was it for things I was knitting on this week I did not finish anything but like I said hopefully I'm on track to finish this hoodie and that will be fun Actually stashed, um, I did not purchase any yarn this time through, but there were a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, The Magnolia Society Sweater Club, I got a notification on Ravelry. I guess I just saw a notification on Ravelry. They've been doing a really good job with that uh, group about letting us know when the yarn is coming, and I believe that that yarn um, may have shipped today. Sometimes there seems to be like a little bit of a delay where they'll say it's shipping and then they just um, have a bit of a delay with the post office, but I'm hoping it'll come uh, this week, which would be pretty exciting. So the first uh, set of yarn that I am getting is the Pure Merino, so it's 100% merino non superwash worsted weights so it's very similar they say to the tosh vintage if anybody is familiar with that um base and i think that i ordered this in grasshopper which is a really great green and I have a I have a single skein of I don't have it anymore I knit it up but I had a single skein of grasshopper in pashmina worsted I knit a really great hat out of it you can see it I'll maybe I'll link to it in my show notes or you can see it on my Ravelry projects page but it's really um a great bright color and I thought it would be really fun so I am pretty excited. Let me see if it has my choices. Yeah, pure merino, I'm getting grasshopper. So that's fun, and that is on its way, and I am excited. I'm always excited to know that there is yarn making its way to my house. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about in this section was that... I did get a notification the other day that, or maybe it was even just today, that the Magnolia Society Yarn Club has opened up. So you'll remember over the summer I did their yarn club and they did uh, fashion inspirations. So it was based on, you know, hippie or classic or neutral, and you, neon I think was the other one, and you could vote for these fashion pictures and then they would make some yarns. And that took me. Through the summer, I think I got yarn in June, July, and August from that. Two fingering weights and a DK. And I had doubled up and ordered two subscriptions of each so that I ended up with a sweater quantity of each. The reality is that I have not cast on yet a single thing with any of that yarn. So I'm really thinking about sitting out this round of the yarn club. If I were to do it, I think... I think I will do a single subscription and get the smaller quantities. If there was something that I loved enough to do a sweater in it, then I would probably try to get something on the D stash What you find a lot of times, because it is a surprise with the club, There's you're never going to get everybody to be happy with the colorway, right? So a lot of times people will have stuff up for sale or for trade, and so it's pretty easy, I think, to score some of the yarn if you wanted to. So I, I'm... Honestly, I'm leaning towards sitting it out. You know me. That's likely to change. They usually leave the signups open for two weeks, and I think they just opened today. So I have plenty of time to think about it, but I feel like I've done a lot of yarn acquisition this summer and uh, not quite enough knitting to justify even more yarn acquisition. So let me talk you guys through, though, what is offered in the club this time because I do think it's super fun, and it's something that I always enjoy So, uh, the way that it works, I believe this time through is September is registration and payment, and then you would get yarn in October, November, and December. Every month they put out a picture with, or a poll with pictures for inspiration, and then you get to vote for which one you like the best. The thing that's interesting about how they're working at this time is usually it seems to me that the inspiration pictures are somehow based on, like, a color family. So it used to be that you could pick, like, neutrals or jewel tones or something like that, and it would be a photo of objects and things like that. The inspiration photos were very much about the color. And the last time, they switched it up a little, and it was still kind of the same general idea where it was, neon or classic or uh, neutral or I can't remember what the one that would have maybe there was like an earth tones um so again you sort of knew at least what color family you were getting yourself into this time they've broken it down into um more really the dyeing technique, I think. So they are saying that the pictures will be uh, inspired by art which is kind of a cool thing to do. So the three options are tonal, and I'm just going to read what the descriptions are so you guys have a sense of what that is. You can see all of this on uh, Madelintosh.com and I'll link to it in the show notes. But tonal, it says, is an art form that uses different shades of a specific color to emphasize the mood of the artwork. You can expect these colorways to be very deep with a wide variation of tone, which actually sounds super appealing. Semi-solid is the next one. So semi-solid is one way of describing those bold colorways that aren't quite solid as they have subtle variation in color. You can expect these colorways to be rich with variations in depth. And what's interesting here is I feel like the, they have pictures kind of behind the words on the website and these all look to me like photographs, like a, you know, like a photograph with kind of a wash over it. Um, We do that a lot at work in the graphic design that we do. And that's what it makes me think of in terms of these pictures. And then the last one is Painterly. And it says Painterly is a dye tactic used to add a sporadic flow of color to a skein, giving it a unique color palette. You can expect these colorways to be unique with a wide range of color. So I have a feeling that those are going to be pretty fantastic too. Um, And probably I, I will pass and then I will regret it desperately. But that's, like I said, that's how I'm leaning right now. So the bases this time around are pretty interesting. Uh, The first one is BFL Sport. So this is a blue-faced Leicester wool, 287 yards per skein, and you get two skeins of that. And so that's the October one. This one is a superwash, which is nice. And I don't have anything in this particular base. I do have their BFL fingering from one of the clubs this summer, but I don't think I have any of the sport. There might be BFL sport coming in my sweater club, actually. So then the next one is Toshmo Light. So this is a, an eighty percent superwash wool and twenty percent kid mohair. Four hundred and twenty skeins per or yards per skein, and you get two skeins of that in November. So I'm pretty sure that Toshmo Light is a Single, like the Tosh Merino Light, and um, I have Tosh Light in my stash, I think in two different colors. I have two sweaters um, hibernating away in Tosh Light. The first is I have an Austin hoodie that I started a long time ago that I actually really do want to finish um, in the colorway called Scratched Record, which is a dark grayish black. I hope you guys can't hear background noise from the cat. Um, and then I have window pane, which is a discontinued colorway from Madeline Tosh that I was obsessed with. If you guys are on the Ravelry group and there's the picture at the top, that is some of pictures of my window pane yarn, but that's the window pane that I used in a bulky to make my Jerica hoodie, Jenica, Jenica hoodie. So, um, anyways, I do have some Toshmo light. I like it. It's a nice base. It doesn't feel particularly like a unique base to me, which is sometimes the fun of this club is that you get to try out new bases. Um, So I guess it will just be a question of whether I were to fall in love with any of the colors. And then the last one is a brand new base. I believe. I don't think this is a base that they've had available before. And I believe it's pronounced Delaine, D-E-L-A-I-N-E, Merino. So this is a worsted weight yarn. 90% 90% Delane Merino, and 10% Kid Mohair. Um, this is not a superwash yarn. It's 241 skeins. yard. Why do I keep saying that? It's yards per skein, and you get three skeins of yarn. So they're generous amounts. Um, the pricing and everything is on the website, so you guys can check it out. You have the option of paying up front or you can do a monthly subscription like I said they'll pay, they'll bill it in four installments and then you get yarn three of those four months so it's kind of a fun way to get some high-end yarn um and I will let you guys know what I decide to do hopefully I will stay strong and I have some other things in my knitting budget that I really want to spend some money on so I'm gonna try to hold out and and not do it this time but definitely worth a look I always enjoy this club, and I've done it a bunch of times in a row now and never really been disappointed, so I would uh, I would recommend checking it out. Actually attending. I have a bunch of things um, on this one this time, so that's pretty exciting. I wanted to say thank you again to everybody for listening. I really, when I started this in May, part of my objective was to just try something new, get a little more involved in um, knitting and in fiber and things like that and really just kind of make a priority. And I do feel like one of the benefits for me has been that I am seeking opportunities to do things that I haven't done before and I'm looking for ways to go out and get involved in fiber-related activities so that I have stuff to talk about. So even if it's only just once a month, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of Prioritizing, you know, one weekend a month that I'm doing something fiber related, and that is really bringing me a lot of joy. So that is mission accomplished as far as the podcast is concerned. So tomorrow, I've actually been sick a little bit this week, and I'm on antibiotics. But my plan, as long as I wake up not feeling awful in the morning, is to um, head over to Salida, Colorado. For the Salida Fiber Festival. So this is one that I heard about via Emily on the Knitting Butterflies podcast. She did say in her last episode that she's got a conflict tomorrow. Now she's not going, which is too bad. Because I had hoped to message her and see if we could get together. We'll have to do that another time. Um, but I'm I'm planning to get in the car um, first thing in the morning and head over. I have a couple of things that I, I want. Objectives, I guess, for my trip tomorrow. Um, So, we'll see. It's uh, September 12th and 13th, so if I publish tonight, you know, I guess maybe somebody might hear about this and decide to pop over there on Sunday. Um, They are running classes. I am not registered for any classes. I'm just going to go check out the festival. I think they said they have um, 74 vendors. It's a pretty long list. I'm not going to count them up right now. A lot of them local. Certainly a lot of them... um, from the Western United States, but quite a number of folks from Colorado, and I, I do love to uh, support those folks. So we will see. I'm hoping to get out there and uh, and have some fun tomorrow. Cross your fingers that I'm healthy in the morning. So the next thing after that is I had been talking last time about potentially signing up for a class at uh, Fancy Tiger and talk to my friend Jen. Hi, Jen. I know she's listening Um, this week, and we are going to take that class together. So this is going to be really fun, I think. I feel like a lot of the hand dyeing stuff that I've done has all been based on books, and it will be really fun to go and take a class from somebody with maybe some more practical experience. So um, we are taking the class on Wednesday, October 21st. It's from 6 to 8 p.m., and there are still two seats available. There were six seats available, I think, when we registered the other day. So it's filling up quickly. It definitely sold out um, when they had it offered in September. So if anybody's local and interested in that class, there's a little space, but I I would register soon. And the teacher is Megan Mahaffey, and she is the um, dyer who owns Sleep Season Goods. And I know that that's a brand of yarn that they carry at Fancy Tiger. When I went to yarn along the Rockies, Uh, their pattern that they were giving away as part of the yarn crawl was based on her worsted weight yarn. So I'm pretty excited. It was a $50 class, and it includes two skeins of fingering weight yarn and the dye. So uh, I feel like $50 for two skeins of hand-dyed yarn is pretty good. So hopefully I will learn some new things, and it will inspire me in exciting ways. I did not do any dyeing this week, but I know... There's some on the docket for next week, and I'll I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but looking forward to that as well. So that's I guess that's my October get out and uh, and do something fiber related. The next thing that I am planning to attend that I attend every year is the Boulder Handweavers Guild uh, Festival and Sale, and that is at the Boulder County Fairgrounds and um, it's November 4th through the 8th this year. So the River Guild of Boulder is um, an organization where people can uh, take classes and check out equipment. They have monthly meetings. I'm actually thinking about signing up to be a member, and then the members are allowed to bring their things to sell at the annual sale. So it's always a neat thing to do. It's always a pretty neat thing to... Um, Go and check out definitely lots of great um, local folks, local, like super local because they're here in my county. I've bought in the past some hand-dyed yarns there. I've bought roving one year to make felted soap, um, which was probably a waste of some very lovely roving, but it made nice teacher presents at Christmas time. Um, so that's something I always enjoy. It's the, the fairgrounds is... Practically, it's certainly biking distance from my house. It's walking distance from um, from a lot of things that I do every day. So, um, so that's one that I will make sure that I get over to, and I'm excited about that. If you're local, I would definitely recommend that you check it out. So after that comes the big one. Um, in... April, March, April, um, today there was a notice on Facebook that they had sent out the schedule for interweave yarn fest. So the website is up, um, interweave and they've got all the details for yarn fest 2016. So the dates are March 31st to April 3rd. I know that I have, um, talked a lot on the podcast about the classes I took this year, but I am super excited about doing this again this year. My plan will probably be to um, take a class Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, if I can find things that I like. So that's part of the reason that I'm skipping my subscription on um, the Yarn Club because I really want to save my my knitting budget to register for for some classes. Registration opens on the 17th. I don't know how fast things fill up because last year I really was late to the party, and so I don't know for sure um, how quickly things filled up. I know that by the time I found out about Yarn Fest, some of the things I wanted to take were filled up. So they are offering early bird pricing between now and January. So if you register now, the three-hour workshops are $99. The six-hour workshops are $194. After January 15th, um, then it's three hours for 110 and six hours for 210 So honestly, I think all of that pricing, given the experiences I had in the classes last year and the way it advanced my skills, totally, totally worth it even if you had to cough up the $110. Um, they also, if you take nine hours of workshops, you get a tote bag full of goodies. And I got some pretty good stuff last year, There was quite a bit of yarn, some great magazines, some really good things. So um, that's worth it as well. I did notice, and I'll link to the uh, classes that I took last year, there is definitely the same selection of things that I took last year. So Kate Atherley is teaching her custom fit socks class. That was a fantastic class. I know I raved about the book in the last episode, so... Um, if anybody is interested in taking their sock knitting to the next level, that is totally the way to go. Um, she's also teaching War and Peace socks. That's the two socks on one needle at the same time. And that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that class a lot. I have not necessarily um, used that one um, as much as I thought I would, but it's pretty pretty great. So she, Kate's teaching a bunch of classes. Um, I saw a pie shawl class and a class on two socks at once on two needles, I think it was, side by side, two socks at once side by side, I think is what it was called. So there's a lot of Kate Atherley on the schedule, and I have to say that I think that's a great thing because I I just thought she was brilliant and I am clearly a big fan. They do have crochet classes for those who crochet in addition to um, knit or instead of knit. And they have spinning classes as well. So there's a lot out there for for everyone. A couple of things that I'll just run through quickly that kind of caught my attention. Combination knitting. Supposedly makes you faster. Also, supposedly helps with um, gauge, which is a challenge for me. My gauge is a little wackadoo. Um, there's a class on. Let's see. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about the ones that I'm not super interested in. The double knitting class that I took with Alistair Postquin. They're offering that again. That was super fun. It's a technique that I have not spent a lot of time with since, but I really liked it, and I will at some point spend some more time doing some double knitting. So that's pretty great. Um, there's a pretty neat class on infinity cables that I thought looked pretty cool. Um, Ann Bud, who is local and does a lot of teaching around here, has a class on knitting socks with hand spun yarn. I will not be taking that because I don't spin. But everybody around here raves about Ann Bud, so she's one to be on the watch for. Um, here it is, two socks side by side with Kate Atherley. So that's pretty good. Um, two circulars or magic loop, um, I know that there was, from a double knitting perspective, there was one on cables, double knitting cables, which is pretty cool, um, that's one that's on my list to think about, um, steeking, taking the fear out of steeking, uh, steeking kind of terrifies me, so... I think that could be a really, really pretty cool thing. There's a Knitting with Beads um, with Annie Modesit, and that is a class I was registered for last year and ended up dropping in order to take War and Peace socks, so that would be on my short list. There's some classes on brioche. Um, I'm just scrolling down here to see what else there is. A Design Masterclass. This sounds kind of amazing. Um, This is a six-hour class on the Friday. This, you guys, might be what I end up taking. Um, But it sounds really pretty fun, so um, that one might be one that I really decide to do. Um, Demystifying Charts, that's a pretty great one if you have issues with charts. There's one about matching cast-ons and bind-offs, fabulous finishing, Math for Knitters with Kate Atherley, that would be another. Again, anytime Kate Seam shows up, I'm totally into it. Traditional Fair Isle knitting, I have not done any Fair Isle, and um, I would be pretty interested in that. So that's definitely on my list. It's class on short rows. Um I hope this is not boring for you guys to just sit here and listen. The Pie Shawl with Kate Atherley so that's her Sunday class which could be really kind of fun. Um, and then there's a whole list of spinning classes too. So great selection. I'm sure that I am not going to have any trouble finding classes that I want to take. There's a class on drop spindling. I think if I were ever going to do um, a spinning class that would be the one I would take because I don't have I don't have time to sit with a wheel, um, unfortunately. And then there's some weaving classes, so that's pretty neat. I don't remember a lot of that from last year, although it could be that I just did not pay um, a lot of attention. And then there's a great class on the Thursday called Building Your Design Career, and that sounds super fun and kind of a neat thing. talks about submissions, working with publishers, book proposals, self-publishing, teaching, You know, building a five-year plan, making realistic financial goals, time management, skill building where you need further education. So this was kind of like, you know, for anybody that aspires. And I have dabbled in patterns and designing and things like that. It's something that really interests me in terms of taking my skills to the next level. I I don't know. I kind of love the idea of this class, too. So that's on my short list for sure. So that is the class selection. Then the other thing that I wanted to uh, talk to you guys a little bit about was just the marketplace because even if you're not uh, looking to take classes at YarnFest, I thought the marketplace last year was pretty great. I, I did hear from some people that it's maybe a little bit smaller than some of the big shows, but I think there's some pretty great stuff on here. So I was just going to walk you guys through a little bit of the booths that I was excited about. Bijou Basin Ranch. Um is a local Colorado yarn company. They have Yak um, and Yak Blends. And, oh, my gosh, if you guys have never touched Yak Fiber, it is soft. It is pricey. (laughs) And every time I see Beecher Basin Ranch, I think, I would love some of that yarn, but, oh, my God, expensive. So I think that's something that I will have to prioritize for myself. And, again, budget for in advance this time around. Now I know they're coming. Cat has my sleeve. Sorry. Um and I I'm excited about that one. Um there's one called Colorful Yarns. I feel like that's one I've seen before. Um lots of things with uh llama and alpaca. There is um Sorry, I was looking for it. Lisa Souza Dye Works. I know that they sponsor the Knitmore Girls, so that's another, you know, fangirl kind of thing for me. You hear those names and I get very excited um, about those. The Longmart Yarn Shop will be there. They're my local yarn store, so I always like to see good things happen for them, and they've been great about showing up at um, different events. There is um, Mode Knit Yarn. I definitely bought. Um, some yarn from them last year. I bought a beautiful gradient. It was a, um, a pale, like a turquoise, gray to a pale gray. Then there was a little bit of white and then yellow. And I knit that into a cow. That was my first gradient cow. And I love it. And she had lovely things in the booth last year too. So that's a booth that I will definitely revisit. Um, Redfish Dye Works. This was all silk yarn. I remember this one from last year. And that was a beautiful, booth as well, Western Sky Knits comes, and so that's great, Scandalous Yarns, they're local, and they have some great stuff, so that's another one I'm excited about, Spruce Dragon, um, I believe is also, there's quite a few, it seems like a lot of the, um, the local places are signed up already, which is cool, um, so Spruce Dragon, I'm pretty sure that's a lot of, um, Great self-striping yarns, things like that. Sunshine Yarns, I'm pretty sure is in Boulder. So they are local. Switzerland, Alpacas and Peco Vacunas, those are my parents' next-door neighbors. So that's pretty exciting. Um, So they will be there with... yarn from their herd, you know, who are literally the alpacas my kids used to walk up the road with my parents to visit, and, um, they have shacked equipment, things like that, so that's cool, um, I can't remember now if I said, um, Western Sky Knits, but they had a great booth last year, I'm very excited about them, um, there was a great booth, they were at, uh, yarn Fest and at the Estes Wool Market, it's called Wooly Walkers. So Wooly Walkers is this punch needle rug hooking, and so they the yarn that they had in their booth both times was um, Heirloom, which is the brand that's put out by Fancy Tiger, and it's kind of like rug hooking. They had this canvas that sort of looked like the cloth you would use if you were cross-stitching, but it, it's a little sturdier than that. It's not actually cross-stitch fabric. And she was just freehanding them. She had all these great kits. It's definitely intriguing um, and something that I enjoyed. And it was a fun booth because you could sit down and try it, um, which was a lot of fun too. And the other one that I was very, very excited about is um, Yoth, which is yarn on the house yarns. And so that is... um, one that I hear a lot about on podcasts. I, I think they're having a trunk show up at um, at the Loopy U in Fort Collins. And I have not had a chance to figure out if I'm going to be able to make it to that. But they're, again, one that I hear great things about. So I'm pretty excited about their booth. And that is one that I will budget to um, be able to spend some money on as well. So... You can see, I'm super excited about this. It was it was a great event last year. Um, traveling to big shows like Stitches is just not necessarily in the cards for me at this stage in my life with the kids. So, to have something like this in my backyard, it's you know just a, a short little drive, and I'm very excited. So. I will definitely be there as time gets closer. Love to hear from anybody else that might be going. Um, I would love to meet up with people who are planning to go. So more about that. It's like six months away still, but I am very excited. I do still have kind of a super secret event that I am working on in the background. My hope is that by the next time I record, I might have some information I really can share with you guys. Um... I'm trying to set this up so that it can be something that's recurring and actually hoping to align some of it with the same timeline for Yarn Fest. Um, but more to come on the super secret in upcoming episodes. Uh, let's see. So, then the other things that I wanted to talk about in this segment are just some of the uh, knit alongs and the contests we have going here um, that I'm participating in. So, the Geeky Girl Knits. Uh, podcast, I talked about this last time, they're doing a crafty photo a day Instagram contest, and so that's been fun. I did not participate in that when I was away over Labor Day weekend, but I'm trying to get back in the swing of it and post pictures every day because it's fun, and yesterday or the day before, they put out a a post with their favorite pictures um from the first couple days and one of them was a picture that I took of my cat. So that made me smile and made me feel like she was famous which um was adorable and I just thought that was cute. So that definitely got me um inspired to catch back up and uh follow the rest of the prompts and that's just something that they're doing on Instagram uh, through September. The hashtag is um GGK Crafty Pad Photo a Day. Um so, if you check out that hashtag, it's pretty easy to find the prompts there if you wanted to jump in and participate. The other one that I am very excited about, but I feel like my um, my priorities are all out of whack with, is the Downseller Studio um, Pigskin Party 2015. So, um, Boston Jen from the Downseller Studio podcast is doing this great thing that just runs for all of football season. So football season here in the U.S. started on Thursday night, which was yesterday, and runs through the Super Bowl in February. And she's got a great... You should check out her um, rivalry group because she's got all sorts of... It's great rules and different points and um, fun things like that. The issue that I am having is um, it's new projects only, cast on as of yesterday, and it was all I could do Not to cast on something new yesterday so that I could start to play right away. But I am bound and determined to finish a couple of these things. So right now what I've mostly got is works in progress. So I will be jumping in soon. But I am tempering my desire to just start knitting something brand new. And I'm just trying to finish up a couple things. I really want to finish my briquette. Once I do that, I am going to shift over to the true, but I do feel like I'll give myself permission to knit another sweater. I'm thinking about a fingering weight pullover that I might try to wear on this work trip as well. Probably out of my mind to think that I could finish two sweaters for this trip, given the timing of the trip, but it's worth a shot, right? So, um, and then once I finish those yellow and not yellow, pink and gray and blue and gray socks that I've been working on, um, that are kind of foundering in the bottom of my purse at the moment. I have permission for myself to cast on another pair of socks. So, can't do that now because I, all my needles are tied up. But check that out for sure. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a ton of, you know, chatter and good natured, um, football related smack talk going on over there already. And I think that's going to be really fun. So, I just feel like, um, during Stash Dash, which was all about finishing works in progress, all I did was cast on new things. And now this, which is all about casting on new things, all I want to do is work on my work in progress. So next year I'll need to be more strategic, I guess. When I, As I get more involved in these types of things, i got to pay a little more attention. So that brings me to the couple of contests that we are running in the Ravelry group. And I'm pretty excited about both of these. Um, The first one is wrapping up on the 15th of September at midnight, um, I guess 11.59 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if it's easier for you to figure out Eastern Standard Time, that would be 1.59 a.m. Actually, on the 16th, right, is is the same thing. Um, That one is pretty simple and straightforward. I've just been asking people to talk to me about their favorite colorway and what is speaking to them from a color perspective. Right now, And the lucky winner will be selected from an, a random number generator, and um, I will take that post. If you posted an inspiration picture, great. If you didn't, that's okay, too. And I will dye some yarn. I have some um, MCN Aaron yarn, and so the lucky winner will get one skein of that hand-dyed by me. I wanted to talk a little bit about logistics for this because um, Live and Learn, in terms of running contests, I did not think through the fact that I wanted to use a, a random number generator, and I've been posting and chatting with people in the thread. Um, so there's a whole bunch of chat from me in addition to the pictures and the entries from everybody. So what I will do on the 15th, or probably the morning of the 16th, um, is I will... Um, take everybody's entry, put them in a spreadsheet in the order that they were in the rivalry group, and then just use a random number generator against that list. It's, there aren't that many people in the thread, so that'll be easy enough to do, and that way everybody still kind of holds their place in line, but but the random number generator won't have to be run 13 times to, to not hit a number that's just a post of me chatting. So a um, little clarity there, and I will announce the... Winner the next time I record. And probably post some pictures of their yarn as well. So that's some upcoming dyeing. I was talking earlier about having some dyeing coming up. That is some upcoming dyeing that I will be doing. Um, the other thing that we are doing now in the Ravelry group is the, I'm calling it the September-October Knit Along. So um, that will run for uh, the rest of September and all of October. Um Very loose and no real rules uh, i guess the only rule is that what you're knitting is socks but um really just you know post pictures of your finished socks there's a chat thread open i've had a couple of great conversations with a couple of people already about things around uh new sock techniques i will say I've got a great tip um from Ramona Firehorse on Ravelry today, that there are, um, Mm. as part of that Downseller Studio uh, pigskin party, the person who is the designer for the OMG heel pattern and the Fish Lips Kiss heel um, is a sponsor of that particular knit-along and is offering a coupon code. So if those are techniques that have interested you in the past and you're interested in picking up those sock patterns, you could jump over to the Downseller Studio and check out their sponsor list and um, and pick those up. So um, I am still working on a plan for prizes, which I hope to have some news about that the next time I record. But in the meantime, let's talk about Socks, that sounded funny, <laughs> but let's talk about socks, let's um, show me your socks, show me your socks in progress, and then uh, finished objects only in that FO thread, and that's where I will select the winners from um, on November the 1st. So that's it for today, I hope that everybody is doing great, I do as always want to thank you guys for listening, I'm having so much fun with the podcast, and it's really um the highlight of my week so thank you very very much if you guys want to connect with me there are bunches of ways to do that we do have a rivalry group and I feel like um, that's another thing that's hitting its stride there's quite a bit more chat and conversation going on there and I'm enjoying getting to know you guys in the rivalry group so check that out Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as at knitactuallypodcast and there is a Facebook page as well which is just knitactuallypodcast um so, and my Ravelry name is Becky hyphen Kelly. So please do just reach out and let's connect and get to know each other. And in the meantime, thank you very much for hanging out. Happy knitting.